the XFL Gambling Podcast Week Three Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes, head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. So grab that and remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Welcome to the XFL Gambling <coughs> Podcast <laughs> Week Three Reaction Show. Wow, we've had we look we're three weeks in the season's not canceled. We're rolling along, and if you're wondering yeah. just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. (laughs) We will pay for it. Good night. We're rolling along. Oh, week three was fantastic. We're going to talk all about it, do our power rankings at the end. But first, I am joined by my co host, the host of the Bottom Line Bob's podcast, which you need to be subscribed to. They call him the man in the box, aka CJ Sullivan. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. What is up, brother? <laughs> Thank you, DJ Dundee, on the iPads of Steel. I finally learned, what is this, like the 10th, 11th episode we were doing? I finally learned, to, even though when Dundee introduces you, he's not done introducing you. Because the fingers are going <laughs> to dial up a few sound bites for you. So just hold on. Like someone sneezing multiple times. Yeah. Hold on, dude. Wait for the gazoon tight. Wait it out. Yeah. And I wait to sound it. And now I am. Now I'm here. What a great weekend of football. So this is going to be fun. He's like, oh, he's going to give me the toothbrush shit again. All right. He's going to give me the toothbrush intro again, right? No, I love it. We're just, we're just learning our rhythms. We're going in and out, you know? We're learning well, the, the well, chemistry, uh, if you will. Say, like this, the XFL itself. Uh, we're ex- learning as I we go. Just we're about we're, we're developing there. chemistry. Just yeah. about to say that we are joined like, by. What's that by Danucci and Gordon? Like Danucci and Gordon now. There we go. I will. I will <laughs> gladly own the Gordon title because I have had a, a strong run with marijuana, and 
I've, you know, I've wasted some talent. I am joined by third man in the booth, or we are joined by third man in the booth, host of the old fashioned football podcast, which once again, mm. you should be subscribed to. Give it up for Justin Mark, AKA J Mark. What's good over there, man? Liquid lunch. Yeah, I got my liquid dinner dessert right here. Yeah, there's a little nightcap. <laughs> That's right. Um, guys, we finally had some fucking offense. We had some good quarterback right. play, too. We had some numbers put up. It was a good week to watch. And all competitive, too. And yes. I, Thanks. I, I almost, Thanks, Orlando. <laughs> I almost went 4-0 and on my picks. ATS. Mm-hmm. I went three and one. Uh, I'm not sure how you guys did. If you, if you guys tailed me, it's okay to admit it. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think, yeah, you're right. Uh, the, a big jump. So to go back uh, once again, as I, as I compare, but also I'll compare it to week two, week two, they were having just 455 yards per game. The XFL was mm-hmm. this week. They averaged 621 yards per game. A lot of that probably yeah. has to do with the Seattle Sea Dragons at the Las Vegas Vipers, where 862 yards were on the line. But you're right, J. Mark. A lot more offensive, a much bigger offensive output. Now, the only concerning thing I think when com- rattling off the numbers is uh, the run game. Still, the run game was actually worse than Week Two, with just 195 yards per game. The passing game, though, 442, almost 443 yards per game. That pretty substantial. Uh, comparing that to the USFL, well, first off, still didn't get as many yards per week as the USFL in week three. USFL was at six sixty uh, and change compared to six twenty one, but the XFL much more, uh, much more passing in the XFL. Four hundred forty two yards, like I said, almost four hundred forty three yards per game compared to three seventy two in week three of the USFL. But the USFL two hundred, almost two hundred eighty nine yards on the ground compared to one ninety five. Uh. Does any of that mean anything? I guess scoring too. XFL forty three points per game compared to the USFL at thirty eight in week three. Also forty three points a game was more than last week's XFL at just thirty five. J Mark, I rattled a bunch of shit at you. Uh, is any of that substantial to you? I mean, the lack of run game in pretty much every team is crazy. I mean, the best running team, or I guess just the best running back, not the best running team, but the best running back this weekend was on the sea dragons. Who would think that they would have the best running back? Um, DC still has a strong run game beyond that. I mean, Borgie, he's good, but he hasn't been getting a ton of yards and everybody else just struggling to get the run going. It seems like, Oh yeah. I mean, I, we're going to highlight one of those things in a minute when we go game by game, but CJ, does any of that stuff stand out to you or just, just happy? Hey, we got football. Let's go. Yeah. That's I'm kind of football. Let's go. What's the sense of comparing this XFL to the last stint of the USFL, you know, compared to, especially with a new USFL coming out as well. And like, no, no, I mean, no, that, that, but that's the new USFL. That was uh, last right. year's USFL. But yeah, right. I, I get you. Yeah, but point. last yeah. seasons is what I'm trying to yeah. say, you know, yeah. another installment. I, I get it. I get it. That it's comparable for sure. And it's what they're going to level themselves against. But I may say it's football. Let's go. There's room at the table for everyone. Alternative football buffet. Let's go. Uh, so finally, but yeah, they should run the ball better. 
Yeah, that, I mean, I find that shocking to me that the offensive line. I'm just tilted so from bad. Patrick being stuffed at the goal line. <laughs> uh, That's full on tilt. Let's let's talk about the first game here because the Sea Dragons. Uh, well, I feel like we got a little lucky, but at the same time, when you look at the sure. analytics, you know, anyone that had the Dragons minus two and a half or three, we hit. Yes, I, I, yeah. I would definitely say it's lucky. I'm gonna fuck the analytics. I mean, no. you you got a you got a 70 yard touchdown fourth down with a minute to go. True, you're, but you're you, not supposed to win that. But when you dive into it and you look at the yardage, like okay, they had 519 yards of offense yeah. compared to 343, 8.2 yards per play compared to 5.8, 22 right. first downs to 15. It's I mean honestly, I'm surprised the score was once again. It's almost like Seattle still, even with that win, is underperforming. Also, yeah, Danuch, for sure, absolutely, they were Danuch lucky to get their first for, win. Yeah, for three seventy-seven, four touchdowns, ten point two yards of completion. The Danuch, Danuch was throwing Nooch bombs all night. <laughs> the, the Sea Dragon score fifteen in the fourth to win the game on a crazy play to Josh mm-hmm. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what'd you make of this game? Uh, 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 let's go, J Mark first. J Mark, what'd you all make right. of this one? Yeah, a little bit of luck there. I agree, but you know, I've been saying about the the uh, Battle Hawks, it's not about luck or when you win it; it's that you won it. And they won the game, come away with the win. Still look like the most competent offense um, uh, overall. Even when the Nooch is making some silly plays, <laughs> he's still slinging the ball. That June Jones offense just looks good. They're, They're coming together ahead of everyone else. If you look at the numbers, oh, yeah. they are light years ahead of any every, everyone else in the in the league, really. So yeah, I'm sorry. Continue on. No, I just, and then, you know, Josh Gordon, Blake Jackson, Shakur Pearson, those guys are all studs. Those are all yeah. dudes that can play very well. And if Morgan Ellison keeps running the ball, like he did, um, mm. Brennan Knox is out. We'll uh, do our team announcement news as we go through, but for the sea dragons, they signed running back Darius Bradwell. Uh, he's spent some time with the chargers and the Panthers um, because looks like Brennan Knox will miss the rest of the season. He's going on the ah, injured reserve, but that's yes. unfortunate. So I think uh, Ellison will remain their starter and he looked good. If he runs Ellison's that hard, good. he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. And, and Brett Hunley didn't compete. He, he, I mean, 13 of 28 is not very good for the $200,000 man. However, he did have 66 <laughs> yards on the ground and a score. Uh, CJ, what'd you make of Hunley and the Vipers in this game in general? Well, yeah, it pleased J Mark, the hater on Hunley and uh, Perez. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they, uh, although Vegas, I thought looked good, even though they were obviously okay. But I'm happy. I will say, it's amazing Seattle could be zero and three the way they are right now, and I. Uh, but they are one and two. I snagged a plus seven fifty future on them right before the game because I knew they were going to uh, nice. Hopefully, yeah. try to. Make I that. stayed pat, even though I should have. But I, I mean, cause I was like, wait, their offense is just way better. Even, yeah. even before this week, I, when you add this week's numbers to, to the, the uh, overall season for after week three being finished, they're just so much better on offense than every other team in the league. Right. It's almost fascinating that they're one and two. Um, yeah. So those are my two futures DC at seven to one and Seattle seven and a half to one. Me too. Me too. I also though, uh, did sprinkle Arlington, which is going to be the worst play. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> as far as the game goes though, it was I, I, an amazing game. The, I think this, the, the, the best game of the week, although there were a lot of good games. Um, I had a couple people over to watch the, uh, John bones Jones fight, which had four seconds of action <laughs> compared to, 
<laughs> compared to this game, which is back and forth. And I converted people who, uh, you know, would uh, dismiss the XFL. Like, yeah, let's watch this before the fight comes on. And uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Well, they knew Josh Gordon, obviously. And shout out to Josh Gordon and uh, Pearson, whatever, for the celebration after the first touchdown of doing the heart attack resuscitation celebration oh, yeah. after Damar Hamlin. That, that really reads Ooh. the room very well. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was a, they were in the moment. <laughs> no, I mean, I love it. Maybe, let's get past that one, maybe. Gordon get, and Pearson. Just put it on ice for a year until the market reaches the field again. Gordon and Pearson combined for uh, what? I think it was 217 yards, 13 catches, and two scores. Yeah. Uh, it's looking like fucking Jerry Rice and John Taylor or, or Chris Carter, Randy Moss. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're on fire, though. Uh, I'm well, I, we'll get to the power rankings at the end. I did think that was the best game of the weekend. Um, yep. Then see, that was the lone game on Saturday. Then on Sunday, we had the battle Hawks to uh, take on the defenders. I feel like, and I was on, uh, you know, the, the Greg Peterson show talking XFL. And I feel like I nailed this one. As far as my analysis, I said, I thought, <laughs> you know, DC, Obviously okay. the crowd would be an advantage, but I, I the only thing I don't think I nailed was Dierra King's at time time on the field. But besides yeah. that, I said Greg Greg Williams will will force some uh some turnovers. I expect a defensive touchdown. Yeah. And I expect the ground game for DC to to be the real X factor. I know we were kind of all on that. It wasn't just I, me. I, yeah. I, I will I will say all three of us really like the under in this game. And then the uh this was the most points scored in the league history True. so far. True. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 34, 28, the, the defenders win. There right. was a but nice we, lemon party but, there. Yeah. We did that? have all these. We all did have DC. Right? Oh, except for J Mark. He loves St. Louis. No, I had DC on this. Yeah. He still oh, took nice. DC yeah. though. I think. Yeah. Good. Good for you. I mean, De'Ara King was three for three, but only for 14 yards, but yeah, I that think, was surprising. I think the bigger story is Tamu looked pretty, pretty yeah, good. He looked good yeah. in J Mark's face there just to rub it in a bit. Just can't have all the, uh, Hunley hate and, um, go well for him. And, and but look, although he still wasn't great, I mean, it, it just looked like an improvement to what he usually throws out there. So look, I'm not going to call 11 for 20, a 2.2 average and a fumble looking good. Not yet. <laughs> wait, wait, you wait, left wait. out two, some stats. Two, two I don't, point I don't, two I don't, average. I don't what think it's a complete on, sh- on the ground uh, in the yeah, air. That's what I mean. It, okay. Rushing average. I was about to say ah, in the okay, air was at 9.8 yards of completion, a buck 96 and a score. That's like, that's, Probably the second best co- performance by a quarterback this game or this this yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, right? Jesus, why, and why a fumble. Oh, this, guy, <laughs> this guy, all right. Why don't uh, you run down some of the running backs' passing stats while you're at it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, I mean, I think one of the what things. Did, what did Borgie throw for? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the St. Louis BattleHawks? They had seventeen. So seventeen yeah. rushes, fifty-six yards. You know, if anything, this actually looked like the best offensive output in a way, from mm-hmm. at least in the air. But uh, just three point three yards to carry. I'm a bit concerned about their run game. I'm also concerned about their run defense. And then AJ McCarron did did uh, throw for two sixty two, four touchdowns, but two interceptions, and one of those being a pick six. Yeah. Uh, you have a future J Mark on your Battlehawks, and what do you what are you thinking now about your Battlehawks and and your future? Well, before I look forward to the championship, I'm going to look to next week. As soon as the, it hits the books, go bet it. Um, they go home for the first time, 30,000 people. That place is yeah. going to be rocking. All right. And I believe they play Arlington. 
Um, I already saw the money line. I didn't see the spread yet. The money line at minus one sixty five. Um, it, if they're not favoring them that much over Arlington, it's a no brainer to me, but I think they're going to route this game. I think, you know, they're going to go home. They're going to be in front of that home atmosphere and they're going to, they're going to route that. But I, I said, I thought they would lose this game before they go home and win. I think the, the three road games was a little much. And I think DC has a very good home crowd as well. So, um, I'm not worried yet. I'm not sweating my future. No, you should feel good. I think with your future on the way they have played to be two and one, like you said, at first three tough road games. I, I just they, don't. I thought they looked good versus DC. It was just those couple of turnovers. Really, I thought they yeah. looked the best I'd seen them all year. Yeah, DC. That was their but, best game. But I sure. still have I question their run game. I don't yeah. know if their run game can be successful. And I think at the end of the day, uh, I mean, look no further than the Sea Dragons being one and two. But mm. I, I do think the run game is more important in these leagues than the NFL. Yeah. yeah, for sure. A um, um, couple things on that game real quick. One, I have a new favorite player. I was telling you beforehand that DC's punter, uh, Daniel Whelan from Ireland, just absolute Gaelic bombs. He hits, he had a 61 yarder. <laughs> Rugby just player. Over had the goal to be. Line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He averaged like 54 yards. He's fucking pretty great. They averaged just 46 or 15 kicks, which isn't too bad. I like anytime you get an Irishman in the league, they, they, they never know what's <laughs> going on. They're like, just take this thing, kick it. Get out of there. Yeah, give me a, give me a pint afterwards and we're good, right? <laughs> exactly. Now and then I thought of you, Colby. At the end of the game, there was a fight right before it ended there and like the last like uh kneel down opportunity. I I looked the way the announcers handled it, like, oh, this is ugly. This is not what the XFL is about. We're about opportunities, the American dream. All right. Well, yeah. You're also about, <laughs> you know, I, I, football I got- players fighting for their lives out here in the minimum wage. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is what's this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I got into it uh, with with some alt football fans because yeah. they were, you know, well, you know, luckily some people were were I wasn't alone on this one. I feel like a lot of people were saying this is actually good for the league. Sure, it shows competitiveness, whatever. It wasn't like in the middle of the game, like kind of thing. It was, you know, it was a tough fought game. Two good teams, sells, yeah, absolutely. All right, it sells, and you're an idiot. Look, I want to watch anytime I see a, a fight in pretty much any sport. I want to watch the next time they play. Because yeah. it, you know, it's just like, oh, I'll go out of my way. I'm not a huge major league in baseball two guy. Week, in two weeks, by the way, to replay each other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and and you know, I'm not a huge. I'm just giving an example for one sport, major league baseball. I'm not a huge major league baseball guy. But if I see the the Dodgers and the uh, the Oakland A's go at it and mm-hmm. bench clearing brawl, and I see they're on the schedule, even though they wouldn't be playing Oakland, let's say the Giants, then I would go out of out of my way. Yeah. So make sure I watch the next matchup. And the same goes for basketball. Really the same goes for any, any sport. It could be a fucking, it could have been Michael Phelps in the Olympics. If you punch a guy in the face, <laughs> I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to watch this next, this next pool. Uh, race, you know, pool, pool side fighting is a different kind of fighting. A lot of slippery, <laughs> you got speedos involved. There's a lot of like skin on skin, people sand sliding down, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I love this uh, matchup. I think DC, I honestly think probably. I think DC is the best team in the league personally. I mean, I've been on them since day one, although I do think their ceiling is lower than some of the better teams like uh, Houston. And even, I mean, we keep throwing Seattle in there, but you know what I mean? Uh, teams that have higher ceilings, I think. See, but I think their defense is better. Yeah, than I love, everyone else. Hey, I love them. Yeah. I love our, de- I I love our defenders. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk more. We're going to power rank these things, but before we get to the next two games, I do want to tell you that the XFL gambling podcast on, Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win 
including live betting and same game parlays, AKA win bets, build your own bet. And March madness is here. So there's plenty of ways to win and get down on some college basketball, but also don't forget. They do have the XFL. They do have NHL NBA going. So sign up today to receive a special offer, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get it. Thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know that we sent you once again that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Offer something to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 order present state where win bets available. Review is so many news again. Probably call 1 800 522 We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Underdog is, uh, is your home for offseason NFL best ball drafts. But they also got you covered with a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, PGA. Uh, you know, Underdog Fitness is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if perhaps your state is not, you know, not making those available. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All Bank. right, we are back talking XFL action. Real um, quick, what's that? You were talking about the announcers in the uh, the DC game talking about the fight. Did you hear them when they the lemons were coming on the field? Now the the beer snake is a privilege. Everybody must act accordingly. <laughs> why, why do we have such idiots? Like, come on. Can we have yeah, we, anyone let's go, that's let's been, go back to that by the way. We can't yeah. just came over this DC game without talking lemons and beer snake here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The floor is yours, buddy. Well, I, I love any time and like like minimum weight security has to just be a joy kill, you know. And they have to come over and come on, they're trying to get the beer snake down, they're like trying to avoid them with that, you know, and yeah. they're booing them. And is it, I, I wonder if they had them take it down week one just because like, come on, guys, listen, this is our this is our debut. We're trying to get people to come in. We can't have this fucking 50 foot beer snake in. We're trying to get families, trying to get people to watch these games, you know, but which I don't get. You should, you should lead into that, it. That's how it. you watch. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, Oh, these people are having a wild time. I mean, that's part of the fun. I feel like in college football, you meet your, your, if you, especially if you talk to like the lay person that didn't really yeah. loving football, it's like, I don't know. I went to, I ended up going to the university of Wisconsin. I love college football. Cause right. they're jumping around. We're having a good time. Everyone's drunk as shit. You know? No. That that's a selling point. You don't take that away. I don't know. So just, how how do they get the lemons in there, Jay Mark? Was that reported yet? I th- I still think it's they're selling them in the drinks. I There's, believe that can't be. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, I, I had some friends go that brought a bag of lemons, so maybe that's, there's that. Oh, that's there amazing. Yeah. I did love that week one special hat. Full size half lemons with a <laughs> with a vodka drink. I'm loving it, dude. I hope they throw lemons every time. I Please think don't fantastic. throw them on the field. You're not oh. gonna get seriously hurt with a fucking lemon. You're wearing a helmet, first off. Right. Yeah. Also, real quick, um, with the fight there at the end of the game, an overall thing I think of XFL Week Three at least stood out to me at least was um, the great uh, coverage you get with every everyone's mic'd up during the game. You know, in play, you're hearing Mike. So a lot of the fight, you just hear coaches saying, "Yeah, come on, get off the field, stop it." You know, you, you hear that Mike's going through, and and the mics are good sometimes. You know, for uh, doing games, it's a little too but much for me, man. It's too much. Well, yeah. now they have to have the delay because there's so much swearing, so they're just pausing it. So there's like chunks gone. It sounds like a, like, a, like a '90s rap song on the radio where they would just like block out <laughs> half the lyrics of swear words instead of doing a radio edit version. 
you're like, what the hell's going on? Like, oh, oh, touchdown. I'm like, was there a glitch? Is this buffering? No, they're just pausing out. Someone saying motherfucker, I guess. Yeah, it's a little too, <laughs> like, in my opinion, no one no one cares. That's not. Right. I, I always it's, wonder who, who makes these decisions. Like, yeah. no one cares about hearing, you know, the offense or learning about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know, Kyle Slaughter's personality. That that's one of the <laughs> right. most like oh like you know I heard this with the with the XFL 2.0 it's like they 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 were so transparent they showed you everything and I'm like okay maybe from the refereeing standpoint we like that but I I cannot see a case or or, or think that it it has any improvement on the way that people watch the game I don't yeah. think people give a shit about you know if if uh, Kyle Sloter or, or whoever you know uh, is is you know, calling the, uh, uh, you know, uh, red 59 cross X, uh, you know, no one gives a fuck. No right. Gives a fuck. The, the coach calling yeah. in the actual play signal. We don't know what the fuck that is. And, and then and if he, and anyone does, it's the announcer and he gets all excited. Oh, I got the screen left. I think, you know, yeah, yeah it was great. Even Thanks, a, even Thanks for an, ruining that. Even like interviewing, <laughs> they interview like Bob Stoops after like a big play. It's like, I don't want to hear. You know, the only way I'd want right. to hear it is if he said, get that fucking camera, uh, mic out of my face. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to hear his reaction at the time. I don't understand the demand for that. And that's not only in, in, uh, in, in football. Like, even, like, when they go to, like, the, the relief pitcher in the baseball game, I'm like, what? What are we doing mm. here? You know, I understand baseball is really slow. So I understand it a little bit more. But football, it's like, I, why do we need to do this? J-Mark, am I crazy? The sideline reporting is what drives me the nuts or nuts the most. The, the interviewing, yeah. or especially like after the guy just made a big play, they it's run over for the there. Player. He's hey, out of doing? breath. Did I know. He's like, I think it was week one when he, well, he, a touchdown and he, he grabbed them by like the horse collar. Get back here. We'll answer this question. Like, what's the he, point he on it? I don't understand the point on it. I don't believe it's yeah, more marketable. I know. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they no, should only it, have one guy mic'd up, and that's Terrell Buckley, and that's the only feed I want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear anyone else. Just Buckley calling his teams pieces of shit. Yeah, that's true. And, the, and then the, I, I love how that. Well, folks, that's you get that insight at the only place that does right. this is the XFL. Yeah. And as a guy that watched a lot of USFL last year, it's like eh, we got a lot of the play calling last year at the yeah. USFL, actually. But <laughs> and, and another way to look at that is, yeah, well, why is that? Why is that the only reason why you guys are doing yeah. this? Yeah, because it's not great. Yeah, it, it's like, hey, you shouldn't be flexing that, knowing that this league's folded twice. You know what right. I mean? Like to me, yeah. to me, like I, I've never met one person that that will go there and say, oh, this is pretty cool how they tell you the play. Or they interview right. the player right after the interception. I've never met one person in my life that has said this is fantastic. I think even even in basketball, when they interview at like halftime, like Phil Jackson or, or Greg Popovich or something, those are, are a disaster too. I don't understand why we need to get those. But I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather them interview a fan who's got money on the game. Yes, in the, in the, in the, uh, way better. Fans, way better. You know? Yeah. <laughs> give um, give us a call. We'll do yeah, an interview. We'll do, I'll do yeah. a quick, we'll do a quick live in the show. Makes no sense. Uh, but speaking of Terrell Buckley, man, you guys yeah. know I was all over the Guardians and I took them on the money line. Yes, sir. Yes, they were the sir. better team, and that's what I, you know, I have a future. I, I so I took two futures on DC and Seattle before the season ever started, and then after mm-hmm. week one, I said, oh, let me get Arlington. They're in the their other side of the conference. They suck. They're, in my opinion, they're the worst team in the league. And they remain. Was, they remain our biggest disappointment, I believe. Their offensive line is the worst offensive line in the league. 
And I mm-hmm. also think it doesn't matter if it's Sloter or whoever. Like, you look at the numbers from... First off, Charles Buckley still... I'm a bit confused on why you're going... Didn't he go for one? Um, When they went up 9-3? Yes, they went for one. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I thought he went for one, and I'm like, dude, you know they're going to go for two if they score by you going for one. Right. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, I mean, it was there in the, I think like late in the third quarter, maybe early in the fourth, but still a bit perplexed there. They're the only team in the league that hasn't converted a two point conversion or a, an mm. extra point, I should say. Um, but you look at the numbers, they were the better team, man. They were the better team. 271 yards. For sure. Yes. 271 yards of offense to 178 with the renegades. So they almost, uh, you know, I mean, by almost a hundred yards outgained them. They were getting 4.5 yards per play. The renegades just 3.4 Really, you break it down everywhere. First downs, Orlando, mm-hmm. the better team. You can go deep into this as far as pretty much every single stat favors Orlando. Yeah. It's amazing I think it, that they lost this game. I think a big one. Yeah, it was unfortunate. It was still tight, obviously, with turnovers. Slaughter wasn't, you know, he was efficient, I guess. He's still an upgrade. What do you throw? 18 for 23 for 124, which seems impossible. Yeah, but he did. But yeah. he did hit yeah. uh, Tyler Vaughn for that touchdown. I think what helped Orlando. Orlando's offense still bad, but at least their defense was respectable. Maybe it helped that the other team didn't have their plays like they did for the first two games. Apparently, <laughs> that 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 might be a difference maker. But I mean, overall, I I just think Arlington. Like I said, I have a future on them. Mm-hmm. I think they're the worst team in the league. I think they have the worst offensive line in the league. They 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 can't run the ball. Uh, at all. They can't pass protect for their quarterback very well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think they're the worst team. In the, I know Orlando is, is by def- by record the worst team right. in the league, but I kind of think the worst team is the Arlington Renegades, and I don't I, think there's any chance that my future hits. Well, I mean, there's a chance, but yeah, I, I it, they don't look good, that's for sure. Their defense is well, still solid, and Stoops makes great adjustment, you know what I mean? But, like, they're not, they're, the, they've been the biggest disappointment. They're the clear, the, to me, the clear cut worst offensive line in the league. Mm-hmm. I I think when watching them, J Mark, what do you make uh, of this game? And, and, and my statement about the renegades, I'm I'm not putting them as the worst yet, but I, they're going to lose next week in my opinion. So mm-hmm. they're going to have a tough hole to climb out of. I think Kyle Sloter give them another week or two to build rapport with somebody not named Sal Canella could help. But if he doesn't uh, get time, like yeah, <laughs> look, true. I, I think yeah. Sloter's good, but watching that game, I'm just sitting there like, their offensive line sucks. And he's going to get better, Slaughter, too. I mean, that, that was it, his first game, so we have to give him a little bit of a thing. I mean, you know, yeah. he's been on. Fair, fair. I think, he's a good, I think Slaughter's a good quarterback. I he's just on think, seven different NFL yeah. teams, you yeah. know? And then, uh, yeah, the run game, though, 2.4 average. Yeah. that That's not going to help him any, obviously. I think that is a uh, reflection of their offensive line. Switching over to Guardians real quick. Um Paxton Lynch, I assume he'll get the start for another game or two. Why? However, they <laughs> why, they are flipping Quintons now. They're getting rid of okay. Quentin Dormady because of all that drama, obviously. Even though the XFL said, actually, wait, you can't cut him yet. We think it's false, but I think they're getting rid of him. <laughs> and they're bringing in um, Quentin Flowers, former that, South Florida quarterback. I remember That's- him. That's pretty yeah. amazing real quick on the first part of that story. That uh, So the story was, if anyone doesn't know, that apparently he was giving out the playbook to the other team, yeah. other, other quarterbacks, you know, mm-hmm. and then, uh, which he denies, obviously, and the XSFL says, you, well, 
you can't drop him because of that because it's not proven yet. Can they, and then can Orlando turn around and say, okay, how about he's terrible? Can we cut him for that? <laughs> is, that a, is that allowable? I, I think people also need to realize that like they're like normally, you know. He can't beat out Paxton Lynch. Is that a reason? That should be a reason for Universal. Normally, for, you'll have like some former FBI guy who's like in, uh, affiliated with the NFL or the NBA. Right. That can look into this and use their resources. I would love to know what the XFL yeah. has security wise, you know, that, that, that can, yeah. Aren't they all it, living together? I mean, how, how hard is it to pick up somebody else's playbook? Yeah, I feel like you, you can go get a coffee in, in the morning. Yeah. In there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh man, that's what they're reviewing. They're reviewing the hotel security. They're like, see, he, get, he <laughs> right. gets up to take a shit yeah, in the lobby. And he, he, he leaves his playbook <laughs> there, and uh, and and meanwhile the other team picks it up. No, I don't right. know, but but I, I can just... see right here Orlando did not pay the five ninety nine for the Hilton Honors <laughs> Wi Fi that would protect that would protect all <laughs> encrypted sites. So this was open. This was open source. They were begging to be hacked. Yeah, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Though Renegades win ten nine. I I dude, the Renegades mm. are two and one. I think they're the worst yeah. team personally from, from I test. I think they're the worst team in the league because yeah, even week one, Orlando, one at least the offense looked decent. It was only week mm -hmm. two. They looked like ass. And that's one where they given the plays away. I'm sorry. I just feel like, man, I, I yeah, the, the Arlington defense is all right, but I, I think they have the clear cut worst offensive line. It's going to be interesting. I hope I'm wrong so I can maybe cash in, but fuck. Um, uh, what else do we have? Yeah, Quentin Flowers coming in though. Now Flowers played in the USFL, right? No, the XFL one point or two point oh. Two point oh, yeah. At, on the Tampa Bay Vipers before they decided he to sort head of west. played. Yeah. He, he sort of played and then he sort of quit. He was on the yeah. Scott Frost Central Florida team that went undefeated. No, that, USF, Charlie Strong. US, South Florida. Charlie Strong. Oh, South Charlie yeah. Strong. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um I mean the guy's all right, but I mean I still think Yeah. Wait, what happened to Francois here? I know. I don't understand. How many quarterbacks do they need now? How many terrible broke, fucking quarterbacks do they need down there? He broke protocol with cussing. <laughs> and he said, shut the fuck up. They were like, oh, this is unacceptable. <laughs> right. They this can't have him on the field. Speaking um, of speaking of which, was was our favorite ghost receiver a healthy scratch? Did I see you tweet that news out, J Mark? Uh, uh he was he was a scratch. They didn't say why. So I don't mm, know if it's a healthy ooh. scratch or an injury. But I bet he I bet he ghosted them too. Like he ghosted our <laughs> show. France no probably showed. told him to shut the fuck up and maybe he had an off. Maybe he's like, he probably no texted. Yeah. yeah. He texted yeah. Buckley. Hey, are we still on for a one o'clock kickoff? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then never be heard from again. Just double checking. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. the interesting thing about Arlington. So they have St. Louis next week, which I think they'll lose. Then they yeah. play the Brahmas back to back. Mm. I, I kind of assume they're going to split that. So you're looking at three and three, right? And then they yeah. have sea dragons, which I think they'll lose. So they're three and four. Then they got the Guardians. I think they beat them. No. Four and Why four. would you think that? Then they, got they just got outgained by over 100 yards. Every stat favors it. Like, in my opinion, I don't know. Look, and I I hope I'm wrong. I just yeah. thought they were very, if there was one team that really stole the win, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Seattle. I think it was yeah. the Renegades last week. I think, I think by then they'll have that offensive line short up and Slaughter will be cooking, but they finish against the defenders in Houston uh, four games. That's my max for what they win. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. I do. And I believe in stoops and I believe Slaughter will get better, but right now they've been huge. Disappointment. 
Then we had the nightcap, which I actually, I gotta be honest. Uh, I was doing college basketball episodes, so I did not get to watch a lot of this one, <sighs> but the Brahmas, I know uh, they went up seven. I think they went up seven, nothing. But uh, mm-hmm. after that, uh, things went downhill because Houston scored 22 unanswered in the first half. Now the good news is, is the Brahmas did shut out Houston in the second half. However, they only scored six points, so they lost the game. Uh, Jack Cohn, he's back to the Jack we all know. Uh, check down God, eight of twenty for sixty-four yards, three point two yards of completion. Love the fact he's able to stretch the field like that, CJ. Checked out, Charlie. Yeah, this yes. is. Uh, oh boy, this 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 game was tilting for me because this this is what ruined my four now. I, I love. Yeah, me too. I, I keep fading. Yep. I keep fading Houston. I was getting four and a half to at an early line. They had first and goal from the one Kobe <clears throat> with five minutes to go or seven minutes to go. All they do is score. I missed the conversion. I don't care. Just cover like gentlemen. Don't even tie <laughs> the game, you know? And they ran, they ran a sneak, which was off. They, they kept pulling the guard and just allowing a four man like blitz to come through and just, and just jam Patrick up. The play calls were terrible. They were. They want, it's like the play call was okay, Patrick. You're going to get stuffed and then bounce it outside with your athleticism of, yeah. of over three guys. That's how he scored the touchdown. Like, yeah. How about you just uh... call, call me crazy here? And and I know I sound like someone hit me up saying, "Dude, you're you're disrespectful." Someone sli- mm-hmm. slid into my DMs said I'm disrespectful to the Roughnecks. Yeah, we call all me are. crazy though. They've just played the three worst teams. I think mm. they're the three worst teams. I think, are, I, I, you know, I, I just made it the case that I think the Renegades are the worst team. Sure. I think the Guardians are the second worst team. Yeah. And then I know we got to do our power rankings, but I think you can make a strong case that might be San Antonio is the third worst team. <laughs> um, That's bold. I, there's definitely something really? to that, but it, it, you just can't take away. I know. You know no, they've done what they've and had they looked, to do. And they've looked fine. They've looked great, you know. But they still got shut out the second half of the game. There's a little, yep. there's some red Absolutely. flags there, I would say. Um, Absolutely, but you know, son of a bum out there. Wade Phillips, they're they're eight and zero since the last uh, rendition of XFL, right? So they're continuing it all. Yeah. yeah, and they did get over. They had three hundred seventy four yards of offense, which you know I think the the milestone here that that you should be happy with if you're a fan of any XFL team is if you can have over three hundred yards of offense because not many teams yeah. have done that uh, week in week out. Uh, right. So I, I know I shouldn't be shitting on them in that capacity, but. I just want to see them play some good teams is my point. That's true. Wade Phillips, I, by the way, before the game or on Tuesday, one of the thousand interviews ended up said, the only reason why he's not in the NFL right now is his age. Cause he's 75 to that. I say, yeah, you're right. Uh, and I don't think that's a, <laughs> I don't think that's a problem. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if, what do you want? It's filed age discrimination lawsuit. No. Yeah. We can't hire you. You're too old. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's just the way it is. Fan excitement. They're gonna say, "Who's this old fuck back there?" Right. But uh, <laughs> San Antonio only passed for one first down. Now they rushed mm. for a few first downs, but they, I mean, I guess they only had seven first downs the whole game. Only one passing. I mean, that Houston D line is great. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's the one D. thing that They're stands great. out. Like I said, I didn't get a lot of time watching this one. I watched bits and pieces, but they still looked on par with the other two weeks I did watch them. Where yeah. their D line was just fucking probably, arguably the best because. Well, that that's the only argument against it is that they if you play the some, I would say the two worst offensive lines to me that stand out or or are Orlando's mm-hmm. and uh, and San Antonio. No, Arlington. San Antonio. I I actually think San Antonio might have a better offensive line mm. than some other teams, but 
is it the defensive line that's that great, or is it just you're playing shitty competition? I know yeah. I sound like a roughneck I hater know. over here. I know. I, I I feel like that too, especially with that goal line stand. I guess I'm more angry as a better just to score to cover. But Houston's D line, I mean, they stepped up. They're they absolutely dominated that that goal line stand in, in particular. They looked awesome. Yeah, it was the one bet I got wrong. Uh, from me too. Actually, I mean, I got wrong some overs and unders, but I'm saying. Yeah, the total, the to- the alternative total guru. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, I'm no longer a totals guy, God. guys. Uh, all right, well, look, let's. Uh, yeah, real quick. Yeah. First of all, um, our number one fan, Coach Kovo. I noticed yes. is everybody calls him that Kovaleski. Um, I'm going to call him Coach Kovo because it's a lot easier to say. He'll be all disappointed right. in you dissing his Houston Roughnecks, but um, I, I, watching Jack Cone play that game. <laughs> I understand <laughs> you don't want to take sacks. I get it. But there were so many times like he snapped the ball, he dropped two steps and then he just threw it in the dirt. Cause they're like, Oh my God, they're coming. Like he had no evasive mobility, nothing. And it was driving me insane. I know mm-hmm. you don't want to take sacks. I get it. You don't want to make stupid throws and throw an interception, but watching him throw it in the dirt over and over Drove me fucking nuts. I wanted to turn the TV off. I love football, but I hated seeing that over and over. <laughs> that was a, definitely a brutal of a game. How about they pick up uh, Quinte? He, I mean, you know, he's got a vendetta against Orlando. Let's get some <laughs> yeah. motive, you yeah. know. <laughs> and, and things get a little easier for Houston because they do play Orlando next. Unbelievable. Right. Really? They're going to be undefeated. I but mean, then the they sca- play the Sea Dragons. That'll yeah. be interesting. Uh, that's their lose. They will lose that game. They play Orlando next, and they open up against them. <laughs> no, they, they play them. Uh, well, yes. yeah. No, no, no. They played them week two. I thought, right? Uh, or was um, that the open? No, no, no. They played uh, Arlington week two. They played uh, Orlando yeah. week one because they went okay. back to back. Thirty-three to twelve. Texas is yeah for sure. And and that was a game I thought Orlando. I mean, if you look at the, the stat wise, they played them pretty, kind of evenly. Shout out to John Trey Kirkland, my DFS pick in this game though. Oh, Big first half, yeah. two two touchdowns. Uh, he had 27 points in uh, daily fantasy. My squad, 132 and, and points, by the way, 12th place. Maybe I'm jumping on this bandwagon here for Houston a little bit because watching Max Borgie throw a block for his quarterback and just cracking a oh, linebacker in the each, face. They love each other. Fantastic. I just loved it. <laughs> they love each other. That son of a fantastic. bomb, though. They'll, they'll go through a wall for Wade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm giving you my power rankings before we get right. out of here. Let's yeah, do let's it. do it. And you guys are going to disagree with these. You're going to say, Colby, you're a fucking idiot. But if I'm saying the teams that I think are the best, okay, not, Hey, this team's three. No, the other team's two and one. Yeah. Not, you have to give them a their due. Yeah. Fuck, fuck do. I think to me, the DC defenders are one. Mm. The Seattle sea dragons are two. I think at three is the Houston roughnecks. I think at four is the St. Louis battle Hawks. I think at five is the Vegas Vipers at six, the San Antonio Brahmas at seven, the Orlando guardians. And at eight, the Arlington renegade, call me a fool. J Mark. I want your power rankings. Colby you, for real quick. Colby, you're a fool. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um, just watching them play. I can't help but put Houston one. Yeah. And as much as I love the battle Hawks, they just got owned by DC's defense. So I'm putting DC two for right now. Battlehawks or sorry, Sea Dragons at three because that's the best offense in the league. Battlehawks at four. I'm moving Vegas up to five. I hate it. 
but I'm doing it because I can't deny that Brett Hundley did look competent. He looked like he's going to have that team uh, moving yeah. the ball. They're, they're the wild what, what card was, to me. They're the wild what was card. A, what was a quote about him? Comparable leader. Like he's a, he can be a leader. I guess <laughs> minimum quality leader was a, <laughs> right. instead of out of. <laughs> um, and then I got, I don't know. Brahma's in Arlington. They're about the same team in my opinion. And then the guardians last. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. The, the disrespect. Um, uh, <laughs> CJ. Yeah. We all have our wishes in there. I think with, of the list, especially with uh, Kobe. Where'd you put Seattle too? I did. I think they're the second, I actually think they might. The only reason why they're not number one to me. Yeah. Is Cause I think Greg is, is, is every game they played. No, I, <laughs> from a yardage standpoint, they deserve dude. If you're looking at yards only, right. They are the number one team, but I think Greg Williams is going to be able to fuck with them each time because Greg Williams is a great defensive mind. Yeah, and I think that'll be an issue every time they play them. So okay. I well. think D- DC deserves the number one spot. I don't think it's Houston because if DC DC has had a much harder road and they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah they have for sure. And remember that Greg Giga says it is not a turnover; it's a takeaway. Call him takeaway. That's yeah. right. It is Greg a fucking takeaway. <laughs> give me those power rankings, CJ. All right. Well, I will, I will say I'll give you uh, next week. I'll give you my yardage only power rankings. I didn't know that was an <laughs> option that we were doing. Um, <laughs> you gotta go Houston number one, just for how they look and they're undefeated. But I do agree. They have played a, a ha, ha, hold on. I want the argument from both you guys. All right. How does Houston look better than DC? Uh, DC. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say my number one argument for that is just the quarterback. I said, I, I like, uh, I like Houston's how just how they look. They look efficient. If they if they're down if they're down a touchdown or whatever the scores with the ball to go a minute to go, I definitely trust Houston more than I would trust DC with the Sure, ball. but I don't think DC you would be down. I like I like Silvers. He's looked good. I agree. I agree, but I think the fact that uh I, DC actually, won't I like that argument. DC just won't be down. Well, <laughs> ever, no, no, I, I like it. dominate. Dude, I think, Hey, listen, you're talking to DC. I love DC. They're my they're my number one pick coming into the season as my dog. They were the fucking second, they had the second look, highest odds. AJ Smith, the OC of the of the Roughnecks. June Jones mm-hmm. is the OC of the Seattle Sea Dragons. And yeah. what happened with like DC did not outgain Seattle. They didn't even come close, but they won the game. And I think a lot of that is because if you try to go cha cha cha, aka run and shoot, right against Greg Williams, it ain't gonna work, and you're gonna yeah. see it. And that's yeah. why I believe the defenders are the best team in the league. Now, with that game, now you're right. That's a game on paper. Seattle definitely should have beat DC that game. And then Seattle yeah. should have could have won the St. Louis game. But now I'm thinking, even if, when they came back and beat Vegas on Saturday night, and it was great, and their offense is great, I think they're kind of a bit of a fool's gold almost. That was We're in like a monsoon. I, we want <laughs> the monsoon. <laughs> the week before, we wanted we want them to be great, and I get it. But I think something with uh, Danucci's, uh, you know, turnovers, and just there's just something about them that, do, that doesn't click all the time, where they're not doing things they should be doing, like with all these yardage and numbers, you know. Oh, oh, you're talking Seattle. I thought you meant DC. Yeah, fair. Oh yeah, no, 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 fair. not the DC boys. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, I was going through the Seattle's games. Of uh, one through three, they opened up versus DC, and then they uh, whatever. Yeah. I'm saying even their win last week. I was you're watching them, and like okay, they're still like shit, the whole time thinking they're gonna lose this game. I can't believe it, you know. But uh, J Mark, where am I wrong there? We're thinking DC's the best, yeah, over Houston. I, when you look at the quarterbacks, I like 
Houston better. When you look at running backs, I, I realize DC's got really good running backs, but I like Max Max Borgi as the all-around running back. He catches, he runs, he blocks everything. And I think Houston's got the best receiver group uh, behind Seattle. I think Seattle's got the top. I think Houston's number two. And I think this defense is good. I know they've played bad teams, but I still think they're really good. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, let's do this before we get out of here. What's the game you want to see most this upcoming week? So just so you know, folks, Saturday two, we're back to two and two, two on Saturday, two on Sunday, no weekday games. I don't know why you would do that to us, but uh, Houston is at Orlando, the rematch of a shitty game. And, yeah. uh, and that's on Saturday at uh, what? 4 PM on the, uh, on the West seven o'clock on the East. Then we have the night, the night game, San Antonio at Seattle. And by the way, have you guys checked the weather? It's supposed to be rain in Seattle and it's also supposed to be rain in DC on Sunday. Um, mm. So San Antonio, Seattle, that might actually help the Brahmas. Uh, some there's that. And then on Sunday morning we get uh, well Sunday afternoon, I should say one yep. o'clock on the West, four o'clock on the East, the renegades heading to the battle Hawks in the dome where I know it's going to be packed. And then the nightcap at four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern Vegas at DC. CJ, is there one that jumps out to you saying, man, I really want to watch this game. Well, definitely the Sunday games are much better. And I think Vegas is might become a scarier team against our DC defenders. Not that they'll let them slip. I mean, Sunday night, I I, I mean, I like both night games. I do. I do too. And, but I'm excited for J Mark's uh, battle Hawks. I kind of think I kind of put a little argument out there. I want to see, I I want to see a route. I want to see what they can do against Arlington versus versus that home crowd of 30,000 people. Yeah. J Mark, uh, which one jumps jumps out at you the most? I agree. I want to see that home crowd. I want to see how much they rock it, especially after we've seen some disappointing turnouts, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see what the Battle Hawks, you know, they're selling out all these seats reportedly. I want to see how that crowd shows up, how they impact the game. And uh yeah, I do I still think it's gonna be a route, but I want to see that. Yeah. What did we think of the uh, Vegas field, by the way, Saturday night? It was kind of weird having that field be the marquee matchup again that night. It, it looked better, but it also, yeah. it just looked yeah. shoddy. It's a tough yeah. sell. And I was telling, I was telling my friends, like, is this where they all play? Like, dude, where's yeah. this fucking, yeah. uh, is this Celine Dion's <laughs> rehearsal studio or something? <laughs> I'm okay. Look, it's, it's got grass. It's a fucking place. I love place it. You can yeah, play I know. Football. I love like, it. I don't, it's a, it's a tough middle. one to put on main yeah. street, you know, oh, Saturday no, night in Seattle. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. They use that NFL field. It'll be in the rain. I'm excited for both the night games. Those will be my top two. I want to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll be back Wednesday. Uh, do yourself a favor. Subscribe to the XFL gambling pod on Twitter mm-hmm. or, or follow it on Twitter at XFL gambling pod. And also make, subscribe to the XFL gambling podcast. Remember we're on YouTube as well. Just type in XFL gambling podcast and we come up. Um, and yeah, Wednesday's our, our preview and pick show for week four at one o'clock Pacific. So tune in live. We appreciate live, live comments. So tune in live if you can. All right. And uh, make sure you check out all of our other feeds. Obviously I, I host the college basketball experience. March madness is fucking insane right now. Uh, so check out the college basketball experience and the college football experience and the college baseball experience. Uh, also the USFL gambling podcast around the corner, but uh, CJ, I mean, you got, you got the, uh, the bottom line bombs podcast, which I am, I am a big fan of. I encourage every, everyone to check that out. 
And, and then, this Wednesday, yeah, this Wednesday before the XFL shows, when I'm starting off my new my new version of it. The yeah, two point oh, just like the XFL, yeah. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you go to uh, Bottom Line Bombs two point oh, folks. This Wednesday, check it out. Yeah. Also, CJ, doing it, doing stand up anywhere this week? Yeah, I'll be at the Improv this weekend. Saturday, um, uh, Los Angeles, Hollywood, we Hollywood, Hollywood Improv. Yeah. There you go. If you're in if you're in Los Angeles, California. Come on. Even if you're in Orange County, get yourself up yeah, there. 10-hour drive, no problem. Up. All right. Hollywood <laughs> Improv Saturday. Uh, J-Mark hosts the, the Old Fashioned Football Podcast, which I highly recommend as well. Uh, he also does the NFL Gambling Podcast. You've heard him on the CFL Gambling Podcast. J-Mark, uh, what do you got cooking this week? I know the NFL draft's coming. What do you got going there? Hmm. Yeah, well, first of all, check out last week's episode when we had the guy, Sean stacking the money green on there Ooh, as a guest yeah. bringing in the big dogs. Nice. Um, Miranda was sick. So I threw a bunch of guests together last minute. He was one of them that uh, was like, yeah, I'm free, but uh, yeah, she'll be back. And we got this new segment during the off season. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard spill the tea. I had not heard it because I'm old, but it's basically the drama. She's given uh, research and some drama rumors every week. And it's a oh. fun little segment. So <laughs> I like it. yeah, I check like that it. out. Well, you, you've never heard of the saying spill the tea. I had not. No, I, I'm apparently too old or too Iowa. No, I, mean, I can oh. see not. not <laughs> you but haven't but been to England. Good. I understand. Um, yeah, uh, the current, the, the meme with Kermit sipping the tea, none of my yeah, business. That's that true. One. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> check out the, the old fashioned football podcast, the NFL gambling podcast, CFL gambling podcast. We're all there for you folks. And all uh, the hoops you and shout out to Colby who's working lighting the can the midnight hour of the candles because you do all these basketball shows, all, all the college shows that you've, you've mentioned it, but this is such an extra busy season for you. And you just uh, keep giving out winners. Oh, look at this guy over here. Keep giving Amazing. out winners. That's the way to do it. Folks. There's a lot of winners. He does. He's got a lot of college winners. Uh, yeah. Another thing, though, is, is hop on into our Discord, folks, because you can talk to you can talk to J Mark. You can talk to CJ Sullivan. Mm -hmm. You can talk to Pick Dundee. All right, and look, we cover every sport. I'm t you go into sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord, but if you hop in there, you want to know about a badminton game going on in fucking New Delhi. I'm sure it, it, we have it covered somewhere on. on <laughs> I'm telling you, every sport. Sometimes I just no, really sometimes is. I look at the channel and I just randomly go into like one, and I'm like, are they really talking about Korean baseball right now? Um, and uh, there's yeah. a there's What's a bar that? too. We can talk yeah. drinks. Yeah, there's yes, ev literally everything. Absolutely. There's we movies, know whiskey lunch. People got talking cocaine handle. bear and shit. So <laughs> check out all that good stuff, folks. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And until until uh, uh, Wednesday, this. Is the XFL Gambling Podcast? You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Yeah.